He says, and the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant, watch, with faith and love, which is in? Oh, <laughs> watch. I wanted to begin from the nitty-gritty. First, he says, you access the grace of God by faith. But then he says that when abundance of grace comes, it doesn't come in the material first. It comes with a faith that's unshakable and a love. You will understand today why the enemy keeps rushing you to hate, to hold a grudge. He's constantly attacking you to move you out of love so you cannot experience abundance. You'll be in grace but frustrated because you keep entertaining demons, wounding you with things, with this comment or with this attitude or with this and with that. That's why he says, the abundance of grace came to me by faith and by love. I received the love no matter what you do. It's, it's, Studying this and understanding it that the Holy Spirit was feeding me. And so that is what has preserved this church. That no matter what people have done to me, nobody joins this church. And I try to pay them for what the people that left did to me. That everybody that joins this church meets a brand new slate. Amen. It's supernatural. I might tell you stories while I'm preaching. But that's where it ends. I don't meditate on it. I don't use it to relate to anybody. It's abundance of grace. If you want to keep winning, then you must stay in love. If you want God to carry you above devils, then you can't hold grudges. You can't get out of love. But if you keep blowing up, welcome to snakes. And all their relatives, they'll be biting you. Amen. Don't, don't, let me not lose my aiming corner. You'll be, be aiming in me now. Amen. I may not be saying things that will make you shout. Amen. But uh, this is the, the, the surgeon and the scalpel knife. I, I'm coming to the root of the tree. Because every day you wake up, it's an opportunity for you to either walk in love or get moved out of love. The enemy is desperate. He don't want you to experience abundance of grace. Always trying to hand you something to judge. Something to be upset about. Because he knows if you don't walk in love, if you don't walk by faith, you will not experience this reign. Paul said, that's what God gave me. Huh? You know, it's one thing to have the authority from the Pharisees to incarcerate people, to put them in jail and 
and do all this stuff, and then suddenly you find yourself. The same Pharisees that authorized you are the ones now trying to kill you. They, 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 they came to Damascus and, and blocked all the entrances and exits. And the believers had to put Paul in a basket and lift him over the wall. Don't you see the gift of righteousness? Of the gift of righteousness. God gave them a creative idea to bypass all security. They lowered him down in the basket and he went on by his way. And when the people got tired of waiting on him, they went home. (laughs) Hallelujah. What strategies will drop in your spirit as I'm preaching? You're going to get around satanic barricades. Hmm? I've been gone for three weeks. And if there are some demons that have been making noise since I left, hallelujah. I have two handcuffs, one for the right hand and feet, and the other for the left hands and feet. I'm chaining every devil. I'm chaining every lying spirit. I'm chaining every discouraging devil. This is your incarceration Sunday. Get back on the saddle and start praising God. Get back on the saddle and start shouting again. Get your shout back on. Get your praise back on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Worship again. Let the tears come down. Fire. That's why he's rushing your faith with unbelief so you can let your faith go. That's what they were doing. So now watch. I go to the airport. I was in jeopardy of missing my flight to New York. It was so close. So I don't know how the system dropped my uh, pre-check, TSA pre-check number. So I got my boarding pass. I have both pre-check. For those of you that travel, you know what that means. (laughs) <laughs> then you have clear also. So I have both of them. I go through that line to get right through so I can get to the gate. I go to the clear line, and then the thing pops up with my picture with two stop signs going, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> Oh, Lord. And I'm telling you, Satan is after your faith. I mean, I'm accustomed to traveling, and the favor of God is on me. This one is like pulling teeth. And the only said, so I step aside. Oh, you know what that sounds like? I said, come on, young lady, I am going to miss my flight. He said, sir, that's not, we're not worrying about your flight. <laughs> I said, well, suppose I just run right through. He said, you don't want to do that? <laughs> he said, because all the law will descend on you. He said, just go back to the Delta desk. And they will, because they've noticed that sometimes the system will drop your number. So go, go ask them to put your number back, and you can come right back. So I rush back out to the Delta desk. They say, oh, we don't have it stored in the system. You have to give it to us. 
I don't remember it. I don't know where to find it now. The pressure is on. You know where the pressure is on? You don't remember John 3.16. <laughs> That's how you John 3.16. You say, oh, is it that one that said that? Uh, uh, <laughs> the guy says, so look, look. The regular line is free. You can still make your flight. Go join that line. I said, okay. So I ran over there and joined the line. And all of a sudden, I believe it was the, the, a devil that came and said, well, check to see if they gave you your tag receipts for your baggage. And then I looked. I couldn't find it. I looked through my stuff. I checked my pocket. I didn't see my luggage thing. Mm. So now I had to leave the line again and go back to the Delta desk. Mm. And now the people that checked me in are all gone. I didn't see them anymore. Mm. And the young lady I met there said, there's no way I can reprint those things for you. All I can do is look in the system and copy out the numbers for you. Give me your boarding pass. So she looked in the system and wrote all the numbers. So I went back and rejoined the line. And then I put my, my uh, hand luggage through the scanner, the security thing, and then they flagged it. Mm. <clears throat> so... So the lady was, young lady was taking her time. I said, ma'am, I'm running a risk of missing my flight. Can you please hurry up? She said, are you trying to hurry me up? <laughs> no, I'm trying to slow you down. <laughs> what kind of question is that? So it's like, as soon as I said that, she slowed all the way down. And then she was taking her time, and she did this, and she did that, and then finally, she came and said, okay, you know, unlock your briefcase. Let's see what's in it. So I unlocked my briefcase. She saw some Bank of America uh, envelopes where I put the cash I was carrying. She said, well, oh, so how much are you carrying? I said, that's none of your business. You're not checking for cash. You're checking for weapons. Okay, so now she really... Slow down. <laughs> and she started digging through my briefcase and going back and forth, and then she'll leave it. And then she'll go do something, and then she'll come back. And then finally, when she felt that she has, you know, done the number on me, so she said, okay, now you can go. So I left, boarded the train, and got to the gate. The door was closed. I've missed my flight to New York. And then finally, after the flight pulled off, the Delta agent came back out and said, oh, we've been waiting on you. We even delayed the flight. And I just closed the door and went in. He said, okay, well, you know, you need to go over to the Delta desk and see what needs to happen. So I called Deacon and I said, okay, I missed my flight. I need to do something. So in a few minutes, she said, all right, there are no direct flights to New York anymore that will get you there before the Air France takes off to Paris. So you have to fly to Nashville, and then from Nashville to JFK in New York. That's the only way you'll make that flight. I said, okay. He said, I, I said, come on, I need something direct. He said, so please, just <laughs> obey this time. <laughs> Let me give her a little left foot. 
I said, you've been wishing for a day that you will have authority over me. And heaven has finally buttered your bread. Apostles, submit. So I said, okay. So I went to the right gate to board the flight to Nashville. This is one incredible day. I had not experienced anything like this. You see how strange circumstances will besiege you. And then you conclude that God is saying by these outward signs not to do anything. So I get to the gate and I'm trying to board to Nashville. And this, I'm not African American. Here comes. First lady was African American. Second, woman African American. Third, man African American. You see how these things happen? Satan is trying to engineer mm -hmm. something into your heart yeah. while he sees that my church is 99.99% African American. So he wants to put some judgments mm -hmm. in my heart yeah. to mess up my ministry. Amen. So then when I come to you, glory will not be flowing. Amen. And you'll be standing there scratching your head and say, well, I wonder what happened. <laughs> it's called a judgment. Yeah. That's why many of you can't flow in the abundance of grace. Amen. He got some poison in your heart. Yeah. You're judging something. You're holding on to it. You don't know when you've been had. So he was working on me. They call it the shrike. He pecks. To peck you to death. So the guy says, sir, you know, the law says, the regulation says you can only have two hand luggages, not three. As I have my Mont Blanc bag across my chest, then my hand luggage and my briefcase. What, what is the big deal about this little bag? Sir, that's the law. I have to check in your hand luggage. I said, okay, here. He takes my hand luggage and puts a tag on it and then gives me the receipt. For some reason, even when I'm giving the receipt, I don't even remember that I've gotten the receipt. So I get on the flight. Atlanta to Nashville is like coffin. You arrive. 30-something minutes. So we come out of the plane. I asked the Delta lady sitting there, another African-American. <laughs> so where do you pick up your luggage when they grab it from you before you board? He said, you have to go to baggage claim. So, and I'm thinking, okay, all right. So the guy checked it then to Nashville, I was thinking. I didn't know that he went in the system and saw that I was going to New York. And he checked it to New York. So, but watch, this thing I warn you about all the time, as soon as I started trying to go to baggage claim, I knew immediately I was doing something wrong. Because it meant I, I'm, I'm leaving the airport to go to baggage claim, and now I have to come back again through security. I go to baggage claim, and my hand luggage was nowhere to be found. Don't just focus on the details of my story. See the principle. See what's happening to you. Amen. And see how Satan is trying to rob you of your faith. Amen. So I get to baggage claim. I don't see my hand luggage. So I went to the Delta uh, uh, desk I saw there. The guy says, oh, 
No, he didn't come here. He went to New York. And uh, you, you're about to miss this flight to New York. So he called him on the radio and said, called my seat number, said, now he's on his way. Now hold, hold the flight. So I started going, trying to go through security. And guess what? They flagged my briefcase again. I said, young lady, they flagged it in Atlanta. There's nothing to see. I got to go. My flight is about to leave. Instead of letting me go, she called a supervisor over for both of them to now inspect this bag. I says, because you guys are churchless, eh? what are you looking for? This is a cross in a pouch. What? It's a weapon, all right, but it's a spiritual weapon. This is not a 57. The pouch that I had my, you know, gold cross and the silver one and, you know, and cufflinks and all that. That's what they keep flagging my briefcase for. It's like they were not interested. So finally they finished and handed in my luggage. And then when I got there, the flight to New York has left. How many of you will turn around and go home? Tell the truth. <laughs> Say, this trip is not of the Lord. My God. I said, you know what? I've had enough for one day. And I turned around and I saw a, a gate and it says Atlanta. I said, that's where I'm going. <laughs> and then I get to the gate. Here comes another African-American woman. I said, ma'am, I want to go to, she said, no, 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 I, I'm trying to board a flight right now. You need to go to the next desk over. So, I said, okay. I went to the next desk over. The lady over there is boarding another flight. I said, what nonsense is this? So I went back to her. I said, you're boarding Atlanta, and you're sending me to another gate where somebody's boarding a totally different city. I am going to Atlanta. Give me a boarding pass. I took my authority. I said, here. She said, okay, wait for a minute. So she finished, and then she handed me a boarding pass. And I got on the flight. In a few minutes, we are back to Atlanta. But now, you talk about bizarre. Watch. So now, my luggage went to New York on the first flight before I started going to Nashville. And now I'm back in Atlanta. They said, oh, you know, international flight, since that thing happened with Panam years ago, where these Muslims checked in a bomb and didn't make the flight. Right. In international flights, they will not carry your luggage except you're on it. So if you're able to, you know, put in a bomb, you're dying with the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> so my luggage was in New York. After such a day, I didn't know what to make of this. But when I scan my spirit, my spirit is at peace. But yet the circumstances was bizarre. You see how these things work? That's why I'm telling the story and explaining these things. If you're going to walk in abundance of grace, life will present you so much to let your faith go. As I made a declaration from my altar, that even the people looking for me will not find me. That they will see me and not recognize me. 
And Satan now has gone into the airlines to create this Mickey Mouse stuff to convince me to stay home. And instantly, I saw satanic desperation. Fear didn't work. He came with frustration. No, God said, say it again. Fear did not work. He came with frustration. I'm asking you this morning, what is he coming at you with? He will try this if you don't work. He will try that if you don't work. He will try offense. If you don't work, he will try lust. If you don't work, he will try naysaying. He will try rumors. He will try this. He will try that. So long as you are listening, yeah. Amen. he will keep you entertaining you. Amen. I came home. I went to sleep. And I woke up with a resolve. I am going to Nigeria. And no devil will stop me. I called Dick and I said, get me a flight to New York. I'm going. She said, oh, okay. <laughs> if, you, if you still want to brave this, because naturally you will assume that God is saying not to go. That's what this means. But no, I don't play the lottery. They that are led of the Spirit, they are the sons of God. It's not those that are led by circumstance. I say, How can God be talking to me and now I'm going to bypass Him and start looking at circumstances? That's for junior boys, that's for blind people. That's for people that can't hear from God. Yeah. But I'm a spirit-led man. Yeah. So give me a flight. So, she got me a flight. This time, I went back to the airport. Everything checked right through. But watch now. Same briefcase. Same airport. Same security line. It goes right through. Not flagged. What changed? Satan positioned his children to frustrate me. But when my faith didn't bow down, God went ahead of me. You better learn faith from me. You better learn the path to abundance of grace. Same machines, same airport. The only thing different was the people looking at it. He had his children to frustrate me. But when my faith did not back down, God went ahead of me and positioned the right people. Beloved, this is a life-changing word. Hallelujah. Do you hear me? Because the source of grace, I love how uh, John 1 put it. He says of his fullness, the fullness of grace in Jesus have we all received. King James says, and grace for grace. What happens? Things happen. You make a judgment and you cut yourself off from grace. Listen to my story. How I kept running into the same group of people all day long, frustrating me. But I refused to enter into judgment. And in less than 24 hours, the grace to reign pours upon me. And I ran into a different set of African Americans and excelled and doors flinging open and miracles happening and confirmation words coming from strangers. 
and I sailed through all the way to France and came, went through immigration and all the issues <laughs> disappeared. That's how you reign in life. But when you judge, make judgments and cut people off and you bump down to the levels of demonic oppression. That's where many of God's people are. You don't know that you are the one that has created your incarceration. A boyfriend does something, then you judge all men. And then you react to them based on that. And you wonder why you can't meet a good man. That's the same thing that happens to, to, to men. You judge women. And then you keep running to these Jezebels that keep cutting your neck off. It's horrendous what is going on. May God grant you grace. Learn how to tap into extraordinary grace, abundance of grace, so you can reign in life. Things will turn in 24 hours. Things will turn in less than 24 hours. When God sees that you will not enter into that satanic seduction, no matter how many times. I was tried three times. I missed my flight. Had been held up by African-Americans. I said, but I ain't, I'm not going to enter this judgment because Satan has gone in for my ministry. <laughs> and in less than 24 hours, I reigned. God prospered everything until I went to Nigeria and came back with all the security issues and, and trepidations and warnings about everything. Sailed through and came right back. Glory to God. Who is holding you back? What is holding you back? Look in the mirror. See that it is you. You got out of love. You lost your faith. You lost your direction. Get back on the saddle. I'm not condemning you. Call today, 770-994-3777. Let prayer ministers agree with you. God will turn this whole thing around for you. You will have that miracle of thy word. You see things change in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Come on, register for Conquest 2023. Vessels of glory. Learn how to excel. Learn to get out of the frustrations you've been in for years. I was giving a testimony how I was blessed with an SUV some years ago for, for my birthday. And a guy sitting in front of me said, well, that's all the money I collect for the whole year. I said, you need grace. You need grace. If I can receive for a birthday what you collect for a whole year, why don't you need come and listen to me? Eh? Don't be satisfied. God has a greater measure of grace for you. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. Come. Bishop Victor Zosike from Kingdom Life Gospel Church, Outreach from Patakot, Nigeria, will be with us. Michael Malden, the producer of Super Spreader, and that powerful movie will be with us. If you watch my interviews with him, you know that God has touched that young man. It will be such a blessing to you and to the youth because the Ignite Conference will be going on concurrently with the adult uh, uh, registered guests of Conquest 2023. And then we'll end with that awesome baptism as you've been seeing clips, supernatural interventions, God raining on the water and causing the people to be transformed. You go down and come out a new man. Hallelujah, glory to God. Woo, come and be blessed, come and be blessed. You missed Bible study last night, what can I tell you? You need to respond to these invitations. God is doing a new a mighty thing, and we love it, and we thank God for it. 
We love you. Remain blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Receive. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.